0: The Stock Talk Podcast, where topics are covered and questions are answered across all parts of the show stock industry. Get ready to learn and laugh with your hosts, Trevor Kirkpatrick and Corey Edge. Corey, I'm still recovering from last week, and not just because of the episode, uh, but, but the events before that. However, I had an absolute blast with the boys. Duh, boys. That's what we named it. The boys with a Z. It was
1: good, man. I, I was glad that we got everybody together. And, uh, you know, I'm recovered. I'm recovered. I feel like, um, maybe you should
0: put your big boy
1: pants on and
0: yeah, you're probably right. So I've uh, Emily showed me a uh, meme the other day. It was of of Kevin Hart. And it said like, if you sneeze all of a sudden, it's like you're summoned to the witch trials, uh, (laughs) nowadays. And I felt like that judging a show because I was like popping throat lozenges. I just got Uh sinus and drainage, you know? Right. Right. And then when you like, when you cough, you see your horse, your little horse sounding on the mic. Yep. It's not a good look. Yep. So the, uh, the
1: Indiana stock show just happened this past weekend. And I've seen multiple tweets saying that, uh, the stock show crud might give the Denver credit run for its money Oh, this year. Um, or, or the stock show Crud is, uh, kick, kicks the, uh, the pants off Corona or something, you know, oh, just, just, yeah. I heard there's a quite so the turnout I, I like, at the, yeah, quite the turnout. Um, Really, really high quality show. I ain't mean, typically is. I, I didn't have a chance to go, but you know, you see backdrop pictures or Snapchats and things like that. So, thought it went well, um, and luckily, uh, Walt Webcasting was there for some of it. But I'm really excited because next week at the national, I will get to commentate. Oh, the buddy! Ring. And uh, uh, very, very excited for that. So, in case you were wondering, uh, if you're not a pig person. The National is the replacement for the National Barrett Show that's typically held in Austin, Minnesota. Right. It's going to be in Des Moines, Iowa this year, and it's going to be next week. And uh I'm telling you what, it's going to be a good event. And w- lucky for you, you get to watch it all happen on Walton Webcasting because they show you livestock like it's never been seen before.
0: Now, there's quite an endorsement from uh, quite um... – legend in the industry. I was talking to uh, Jim McCoy on the phone the other day about other things, but uh, we were talking about the open houses and that kind of stuff. And he said, man, make sure you say this on your next episode because Walton webcasting was at the Roma genetics open house. Mm -hmm. And he said that has been such a huge business asset to him because people from all over the country have looked back at the, the archives at waltonwebcasting.com and, and looked at all the boars, and then bought semen. So I'd suggest if you got an event like that, or baby pig sale, or whatever, get a hold of the folks at Walton, because that is huge business. And he said it was worth every single penny and then some, because of all the people that got to see his boars all across the country. I don't know if Walton has like
1: a donation tab, but I feel like if you enjoy watching Walton as much as I do, or you know, getting the opportunity to be at a show and also watch another show while you're there. Right. Because you can't be in two places at once. Well, with Walton, you can't. That's right. So uh, I guess the donation tab would be just a subscription to the archives. That'd probably be pretty good. Um, you could do that for the low, low price of $4.95.
0: Yes. Super, super, super cheap. Yeah, that's a month, by the way. Yeah. Not that bad. Not that bad at all. So, so uh, we uh, we also the th- for those listening. Every five episodes now, it's just Corey and I. You guys voted on it, and that's what we're doing uh, this week. In episode, we're gonna give the people what they want. That's right. Uh, and you know what I want is to go find good cattle on one platform. Yeah, and that's where, where would where would you go? Well, of course, it's a Show Cattle Connection. We all we all know that's where we got to go uh, if if we're gonna buy and sell. High quality show cattle. It's a show cattle connection. Uh, I keep saying this, but the just go down through the list. Go to their website and look at the people, their ambassadors. Holy cow! I mean, talk about some high powered quality, if you will.
1: Quality. I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. There's there's some really really high quality uh steer sales going on right now, mm-hmm. and uh, no doubt that you you probably just need to check them out yeah um one in particular that uh, i I thought uh, was really really high quality to watch previously was line show cattle oh yeah Uh, obviously the line crew um part of the the staff to work with as well at show cattle connection um obviously they believe in the platform because they
0: use it themselves right and what uh, better way to ask questions about a folks who use it and sell on it? Like, it's a win win. Yeah. Yep. No doubt about it.
1: Um, I was, I was pretty impressed with, with how well they, uh, they operate and run things. That's right. But it's, it's a Wint Group owned property. So obviously it's going to do well. <laughs> That's right. So, um, anywho, Trev, uh, I was just thinking about, um, you know, the the opportunity we have every week to give our hats off yes. segment. I've got,
0: I've got a good one this week. Good. I've got a good one this week. So let's jump into hats off. All right. Brought to you by Fierce Threads. And what's really cool, Corey, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook. If you go to Fierce Threads or Big Paul Lifestyle, they've joined voice. Yeah. Words. Voices. They've Voices. joined Voices. <laughs> they've joined forces. With Lackey Livestock, Wintex and Lender, along with our great friends at Legacy Livestock Imagey, to say thank you for your resilience in 2020 and to say, 2021, nothing will keep us from showing. Now it's your turn to tell the world, quote this and share it on your post. Once you share the video, quote it and say, nothing will keep us from blank, fill in the blank, because without you, there is no industry. Go to Fierce Threads or Big Paul Lifestyle and share that Facebook page and tell your story. Thanks to our friends at Fierce Threads and Big Paul Lifestyle Company for sponsoring Hats Off. Corey, take it away, brother. I
1: do think that there's probably more to come with that as well from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. More videos coming. Very excited. So this week, like I said, I've been thinking about my hats off uh, and, and what it's going to go to. This week, my hat, Goes off to you, the originator. Ooh. So when you think about who the originators are, uh, whether it be fashion trends in the show ring, whether it be, you know, types and kinds of livestock that we breed or that we strive to breed, uh, whether it be uh, certain products that are innovated within our industry, the originator is someone that grabs life by the horns and saddles up and says, Let's go. Mm-hmm. We're going to go after things. And, uh, you know, proud of you, Trevor, because you are an originator. You have originated the Stock Talk uh, pot- podcast platform, I guess, within our industry. So very cool to be a part of that. Um, well, I wouldn't have done it if you didn't tell me to jump. So, uh, well, Listen, every originator also needs somebody in the background ready to push them off the cliff so that they could skydive and uh it's what I call hype man. You're my hype man. Be your hype man. Yeah. You're the originator. I'm the hype man. Uh but anyways, my hat goes off to the originators this week. Um keep being original yes. and keep originating things.
0: Like TikTok, okay people use the the sounds you know for other videos that's not original like you can yeah make your own content yeah do your do
1: your own thing be an originator do your own thing be unique yes
0: all right this week uh, a little bit funnier approach but i was judging a show and i i wrote this down in my in my head because my hat goes off to you cautious grandma there's always one of them if you think about it in every show family there's a cautious grandma that says oh be careful that steer's about to step on you and they get yep. a little nervous or oh be careful be careful we, we, we all gotta have one of those you know yep and, and it may not be grandma it may just be show mom cautious show mom
1: i still like cautious grandma
0: ca- ca- but it's more yep. so cautious grandma you think about yep. it but i was judging the show and a little eight-year-old johnny walks in the ring and you can hear cautious grandma in the crowd be careful just real quiet just be careful (laughs) watch out for the other pigs so i thought i thought to be funny but hey my hat goes off to you because you know what we do have to be careful careful sometimes
1: if we didn't have cautious grandmas involved in the show stock world we would not it would not be a safe industry that's the truth we would we would probably just be shown these things loose in a pen that's right that's right i mean i mean could you imagine could you imagine, like, the Denver Steer Show? Oh, yeah Just, we're going to turn them loose in the arena and just judge them like fat steers out a Magnum Feed Yards or something. Yes.
0: You know? there, is a, there is a county here in Ohio. I won't say specifically, but uh, I know there's a, a show family of mine that listens to us uh, every week, and they're going to get kicked out of this. But uh, there's a kid every year brings their calf to the county fair and just lets it go because he doesn't want to hold on to it the whole time. So, oh,
1: it's just it's not that the calf gets loose, he's just like Yeah, done like
0: done. Oh, I'm going to try to but uh oh, never mind. <laughs> then we got we got loose cattle. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
1: I did I did judge a county fair once where a uh, a steer, mind you, the the show arena was closed. Mm-hmm. And uh, by by a pair of gates that hinge in the middle, the steer got loose, kicked another calf. And then ran through the gate outside and ran straight to the trailer and just stood there. Woof. And mind you, this trailer, like had it not been 2020 in a pandemic, there would have been food vendors right where the calf ran through to get to its trailer. Luckily, for once, Corona corona did save lives.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Train your cattle, people. Jeez. Well, one of my one of my biggest fears when judging the show is one of those wild hogs that just take off and make a lap around the ring, come up from behind oh, just and just it. rip my ACL right in half. Like that's I've, one of my.
1: I've I've had some your catastrophes. Similar similar oh. situation. Oh, uh, I also saw a. Uh, a video. I probably shouldn't laugh about this, but, uh, you know, sometimes when you get boars in a ring and you're showing boars that things can get a little bit dicey with them, things just getting, they're just doing their job, you know, right. they're, they're, they're chopping a little bit, getting a little frothy. And, uh, there, there, was a video of the the Tamworth national, uh, show mm-hmm. and, uh, one of the Tamworth boars was very, very hyped up in the show ring and actually went after one of uh, one of the gentlemen holding a uh, hurdle board there in the ring. Oh snap! So much so that he chased him out of the ring. Like literally, this guy was just just helping, <laughs> just being a, lending a hand in the show. And uh, man, I don't remember where I saw the video clip, but it's it's just this Hereford boar chasing Hereford or Tamworth. Tamworth, sorry, Tamworth, Tamworth boar chasing a guy across the ring and he jumps out of the fi- over the, way. Yep. He was, he was ready to breed. Dang. I'll say that.
0: Well, you know what? Like you said, that's a sign of a good boar though. I mean, they're chomping and ready. That's libido. That's fire. That's dude. I mean, you, you, I don't blame
1: the guy for running away either. Like <laughs> I really hope he listens to this episode and and he can reveal himself because I want to know what went through his mind because most of the time, you know, if you've got that board in front of you, you, it's, it's going to be okay. Nine times out of 10, you Mm -hmm. know, you can protect yourself, but this pig wasn't having any of it. And it did get to a point where he just said, I'm dropping the board and I'm getting my
0: hiney out of here because I don't blame me live. Don't blame him. Oh, snap. Speaking of bringing things to light, uh, we were corrected on Snapchat. So the problem about Snapchat is once one of us open it, the other one can't see it because it goes oh, away. Yeah. Yeah. So I forget the uh, our, the listener's name, but um, they are a veterinarian or something of the sort yep. and a crypt orchid yes. with one descended te- testicle actually overcompensates for the other one that is retained. Okay. So and can it can be viable up to
1: 60%. Oh.
0: So we were corrected, and I appreciate oh. that person for telling us about that. So going back a couple of ship and Showums ago, there you go.
1: Also, can we talk about the fact that we were not given the scenario of, was it a double or single? Right.
0: We did not so, know that.
1: You know. I will I mean, say, just assume worst case scenario. It's a it's a double crib.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to get. I mean, it's a little bit later in the episode, but this week's is pretty pretty good. And it's a it, listener, it's a, it's a listener it's a, submission. Yeah. So. Um, how was your weekend? I know you had the the LVS
1: open house. Oh
0: yeah, yep. No, it was really good. Uh, we did it underneath the lights this year, so it was kind of cool. We had uh, some like light stadium, bulbs, like stadium football kind of. Under the lights? So it was more of like a uh, tiki bar, sand bar kind of feel. Uh sure. not Not like spotlights, but we had rope lights across the ring. It was kind of cool. Speaking of did cool. the Mai Tais? No. No Mai Tais this year because COVID. We weren't allowed to have any common area of gathering. So like slushy machines like we did last year and all that. Gone Trevor, too. I was trying to make a pun because of Mai Tai, the boar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A good pig. Good pig, by the way. Still still kicking. Uh, what, else
1: how, there? What, was, what was popular?
0: So I want to bring out two and actually come from the same guy. Uh, two boars that I thought were showed themselves very well and have been booked very, very well Is Essential, which is a crossbred boar um, from Mike Leach. And I've, I've got a cool story about that. It's our episode. Might as well jump into a cool story. So I used to work at Wentz. For those listening, they know that. Look uh, for Kevin went for a couple years, and right when I was going to Kevin's, they were fourth overall at the Ohio State Fair in the gilt show, mm. and uh, with the McCoy gilt, and they were planning on breeding that one, obviously, and brought it back home. And that that next spring uh, or fall, I, I went and um, started working there. So she was obviously one of the the highlighted crossbred sows there, and um, we breed her to a couple couple times and end up getting this fortune letter out of her. That's really, really good. Um, breed those to slug fest. And, uh, then Mike, I, I meet Mike Leach, Mike Leach lives down there. in uh, not, not Mike Leach, the football coach. Yes. Not pirate, kids, not tech, the pirate.
1: And then Washington state and now Mississippi state.
0: Yes. This is Mike Leach, AML it. genetics, London, Ohio, Mike yep. Leach. So, um, He gets a hold of me and says, hey, I'm looking for uh, some good crossbred sows. So we had a pair of Slugfest, Fortune, Sugar Daddy, Hillbilly bones. And that fourth overall goes back to that Hillbilly, Sugar Daddy, Hillbilly bone sow. I was like, hey, you know, Kevin and I were offering these two, so on and so forth. So anyway, he takes those pair of 101 litter gilts home. And long story short, breeds them never before. And uh, out of one of those gilts comes Essential." And Essentials probably probably one of the more sought-after crossbreds that we have at Lean Value Sires. So his pedigree is Never Before a Slugfest, Fortune, Sugar Daddy, Hillbilly Bone. Went full John the, Hines on you. The, yeah, you did. The back end of that
1: pedigree is very neat. And obviously, everybody knows what Never Before is done in the yeah. crossbred ring, but... Uh, yeah, that's some real good stuff there at the tail end of so that. So there's
0: a punchline at the end of all this. I talked to Mike on the phone the other day, and I couldn't wait to, to share with, with you because I haven't told you the story either. But then the other favorite one came from the same place. Mike Leach is, I mean, man, he's getting a heck of a read here. But anyway, uh, Walk the Walk is another boar that uh, is an uproar amped up that comes from the same place, at AML Genetics with Mike Leach. And I saw both of these hogs when they were small all the way through, so I know how they grow and such. But when I saw Walk the Walk come out um, uh, uh, when he was a baby, his front end is so good. His skull is incredible. But then he got better. He was one of those that once he got out of the show pen and went to the boar stud, he bloomed up and masked up. So yep. uh, anyway, uh, this Saturday at the LVS Open House, he strutted, and gosh, he was so popular. Um, so he, his mother is a litter mate to uh, six-speed, which is at Thompson's, goes back to a, a Sunshine Sal. Now, what's so intriguing is uh, I was talking to him and asked him how he thought the open house went and everything. He's headed to Texas this weekend, and he has three-quarter oh. sibs to essential <laughs> being sold down there. Yeah. And then he's got a York Gilt out of Walk the Walk's mother. Okay. So I was like, dude, you're lining some stuff up and getting them down there. So he's going to be at Breeders' Choice this weekend, and uh, man, I just—I I mean, I kind of went crazy on those two. But seriously, uh, those were the the highlights. Obviously, we've got Zing Zang, who's been incredibly popular spot boar, um, who uh, I think the second high seller was for eleven five. That end up being Speak Up at Crossroads. So pretty jazzed about uh, the set of boars there at LVS. So um, shameless plug, but give me a shout if you're uh, if you're in the market.
1: Yeah, good deal. Well, I'm glad you had a you had a good time. How was your um, weekend, Bud? It
0: was good, man.
1: Uh, so went went back to Illinois and um, for a wedding. So, congratulations to the Springers, Abby. Abby oh, yeah. was so uh, t- my wife Taylor was the matron of honor. Evidently, when when women get married, they are no longer maids of honor; they are matrons of
0: honor. Oh, they don't know. So
1: that. she was the matron of honor uh, in her college roommate's wedding, and so. Good time. Got to go, uh, got to go see some cattle, got to hang out with, with some, some good friends. And, um, what's the cattle? Was at? It was fun. Uh, Dave Cox, Dave Cox. Oh, yeah. um, also, if anybody, if anybody that knows Dave Cox, um, I'm sure he will absolutely kill me if he heard this episode, but if you wouldn't mind keeping him in your thoughts and prayers, uh, Dave had a little bit of a uh, incident this weekend. Um, that he is recovering from still. So um, Mm. if anybody knows out there knows uh, the legendary Dave Cox, please uh, uh, keep him in mind as you go about your days or in your nightly prayers, whatever your, your thing is, Um, he could use them. But Mm -hmm. uh, from what I know, kicking, kicking still and and doing well, but um, anyway, so got to kind of go through some of his stuff and um, it's always good to, to be back in Illinois, city in-laws, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But, you know, honestly, I'm more exhausted from that weekend, just, like, running around and seeing everybody than, like, a full work week. It's
0: really? Just, yeah. Yeah, I think even if you're a people person, people just wear you out sometimes. And that's not it, that it's it, a bad thing. I mean, just talking a lot and, like, ah, I understand that totally. Yeah. Yep. So... Hmm. Well, about. what do you say we jump into another segment? Might as well. Well, what might that be, Trevor? Well, actually, let me tell
1: you what it is. It's Breed'em, Ship, and And this time, we have a sponsor. Wah, wah, wah. Formula Champion Show Feeds is our sponsor, new sponsor for Breed'em, Ship, and So Formula Champion Show Feeds is a premium line of feeds sweeping the Midwest. These products are highly fortified using unique ingredients and consistent high quality standards to learn how to flip the switch and bring your program to the next level. Check out www.formulaofchampions.com
0: Oh yeah. Thank you. Formula of champions. I'm pumped. And that is also a division of column box feeds. Yeah. You beat me to it. Oh. You beat me to it. So they okay. are the new segment sponsor for freedom ship. I'm showing.
1: They are. So you hit me last week with the freedom ship from Sean. Oh,
0: boy. So this one's coming to you. Oh, snap, folks. Listen up. Help me out. Show pig. Uh, show pig. Centric here. Oh, that's okay. that's my wheelhouse. Yeah, is this a listener deal? I think
1: it, it is. This one comes from Colby. Colby. So Colby, there was a lot of thought that went into this. So now he's attention. in
0: the drawing. Remember, we got a drawing. Yep, uh, Kobe's I'm in the drawing. Keep if it you send your freedom,
1: ship, and show them, we use them. uh, I think, what is it, till episode 90? Yep. So yep. five more. So five more. Get a hat. Yep. Get a free Stock Talk hat of your choice. Okay, here we go. All right. From Kobe on Facebook, you are a family that's been showing for a while. Okay, showing hogs for a while, but your oldest has decided they want to start raising some pigs for bread and own. So you go out to these national junior shows. So this isn't just a run of the mill operation. Unfortunately, you only have room in the barn for two of these three. So you breed one, ship one, show one. Okay. Here's your three options. All these options are like 75 pound show pig prospects. Okay? Got it. Got it. Option number one purebred Hampshire gill, incredibly extended up front, great top shape, average bone. And has started to bow pretty bad on her rear legs. Mm. And, and here's the kicker. You paid ten grand for this one Eight. through an online sale. Dang it. The other two options, you paid $1,000 each for. Okay? Okay. Op- option number two, got a crossbred gill. Big legs, stout skulled, huge bodied, monster topped. Little short-faced and necked and a touch on the moderate side, but still handles herself pretty well at this stage of the game in terms of mobility. Okay thousand dollar guilt there okay number three purebred durant guilt is awesome from the side huge legged tall fronted neck comes out of her shoulder incredibly good nice muscle shapes and very very sound okay she's got pretty much all the makings of a good one unfortunately she only has five teats on one side dang it okay so which one do you keep to start your oldest child's breeding program which one do you show and which one do you ship
0: so I feel like that he went out to his barn. I hope he. I mean, you know, I hope he didn't pay ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. But uh, I think he, you know, he's he's trying to get some get some hey, opinions here. This is kind of a real world scenario. Yeah, Kobe so kicked it out of the park with this one. All right, here here's where I'm at. Okay, I hate bow legged ones. That's like my biggest biggest pet peeve ever. Yep. yep. I'd like to know what she's out of to pay ten k for. And a pure Hampshire guilt. True. But if she's, uh, what we have in front of us here is average bone and has started to bow pretty bad. And these a 75 pounder we're talking here. This is not, this is not in game. So I'm thinking I'm shipping her. You bite down the toilet. You, you bite the bullet. You never make that mistake again. Bad stock. Rather, you, I'm not going to breed her. I'm not replicating that. Yep. Can't show her. She's no no more than fifth, average bone even, bingo out. So from there, I think if you bring a freaky crossbred that's massive boned and as stout as as he was talking handles it pretty well. Like it'd be different if she was that stout and kind of stabbing the ground, a little wonky legged. Like, but we got here that uh, she handles herself pretty well. So I think yep. I'm showing the crossbred and I'm breeding the red one because. Realistically, she can't be shown right? with her five teats. Yep. So now, although she's, and she seems to be, from what I got here, all the makings to for a good one, that's the kind I'm replicating.
1: Yep. Uh, I I have zero gripes there. I I like that. The only thing, and like you said, hear me out here, I hate bow-legged ones just as much as the next guy. But depending on what the pedigree is of this Hampshire gilt, obviously somebody else had to like her a lot too for her to bring that kind of money. Right. And maybe this is an issue where you could maybe just slow her down on some feed and get those rear legs back in her. Right. Yep. That could be. You know, that could be the other option to breed. I wouldn't show her. I'm still probably showing the crossbred no matter what. Right. But, you know, that's that's the tough one because you got... Maybe a little bit, you know, $1,000 isn't cheap by any stretch. You know, let's not act like $1,000 is a good
0: amount of money. It's a nice amount of money. You could have 10 of those if you didn't spend it all in the Hampshire. That is very fair. (laughs) fair. But still. How about this? How about this? Colby, if you're listening, send us a report on how they grew. Give us a 250-pound scenario of the same three pigs.
1: Yep. Yep. Did we did we get the rear leg back in this hampshire yeah. guilt, but she's still average boned? Uh and or did you not get, you know, is she still just a little bit bowy, but she's got an incredible pedigree? We gotta know. I gotta know because that would that would influence my decision on which one to breed. Right. Probably still don't want to breed a bow legged one that 75 like that bows at 75 pounds anyway. Oh, I just can't do it, man. But it says has started to bow pretty bad. So uh, I don't know. It's hard to yeah, say. It is, is. Some people's definition of bow-legged is not near probably what it could or should be. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: Mm. But any question at all at 75 pounds, we either got to get a feet yeah. trimming or something going on. Yeah. I don't know. That was or good. Do you,
1: or do you get the $10,000 rear leg back in her and just show her? Or send a picture to the breeder and be like, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> how's, the, how's the other pigs in the litter look? Yeah.
0: Exactly. That's a good
1: question for you, Colby. How do the other pigs in the litter look that yeah. that $10,000 guilt came from? If they're good if they're good enough legged, this could just be a feed issue.
0: That's true. Pushing her too hard for a jackpot series, maybe. Yeah. We that's, just need to pull her back off the starter feed. A little that's, hot. That's a good point. Nice one, Colby. Yeah. Thank you. Good one.
1: Real good one. Um, That was Breed'em, show them. brought to you by Formula of Champions, a division of Callback Feeds. It's
0: nice to have that segment sponsored now, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Levi uh, Richardson uh, went and got a hold of us and was like, hey. Smart man. So there we go.
1: Are you ready to take your marketing and design to the next next level? level. Tarbell Marketing and Design is a livestock-savvy marketing agency that will get you thinking out of the the box. box. Every first-time customer can get fifteen percent off if you mention Stock, Stock Talk Podcast. Podcast. Visit chooseTMD.com today. The difference is in the details. So, uh, next next item of business, Trevor. Uh, we we briefly just touched on it uh, last week during the episode uh, with the boys. The boys, but uh, you had a you had a Facebook speech, and and just just because. I'm going to. I'm actually going to Facebook it right now. What, what, Menard County Fair? Is that right? Uh, Mercer. Mercer. Okay. I'm just going to look it up just real quick because I have to know
0: how many views this thing has currently. I have it right here. Are you going to tell me? 79,200. Holy buckets. Trevor Kirkpatrick. Gave a
1: motivational, inspirational, and honestly, I hope something that punched some people in the mouth and made them actually take a look in the mirror, like you, like you noted in this in this speech. But if you go to the Mercer County Fairgrounds, Salina, Ohio Facebook page, and scroll down to August thirty first, they shared a video of Trevor's Champion Drive speech that now has almost eighty thousand views on Facebook, which is um, quite a bit, quite a bit. If you, if I do say so myself, so let's talk about the viral Facebook speech. I have yet to give one and I probably never will. And that's okay with me because I know people that have, I mean, you know, Oh, what was it? Like a few, few years ago, uh, Andy rash gives one that was just like, you know, you know, how it was the shot heard around a world. Well, that was the face, you know, the, the grand drive speech heard around the world. Uh, max look gives one a a few years back that just went absolutely berserk. And this is honestly the next one that I, I, you know, there's, there's been a few this year, right? Uh, Trevor, you're, you have listed your name amongst those that have gone viral on Facebook for getting passionate in a grand drive speech. First for those that are listening, that don't know what it was about. I think I could probably play it. You probably could.
0: And stop there because uh, it's been a long day and I don't want to make it any longer. But uh, if you tune in every Wednesday when I have a microphone in front of me, I like to use it. So I've got a microphone in front of me and I'm going to use it. And I've got a lot of things on my mind, particularly here in 2020. And I'm not going to beat a dead horse and tell you all about COVID and how it's ruined a lot of things because all that's true. uh, But I'm going to tell you about a disease that we've been fighting for years. And we, we don't have a vaccine for it either. And it's called jealousy. It's something that uh, people fight in county fairs across the the country. Uh, You see it at state fairs all across the country, and particularly at national level everywhere. Uh, There's a lot of jealous people out there, and I can't wait till we find a vaccine for that. I know it's never going to happen, but the only cure for it is to just bear down and work harder. I'm telling you, folks, it may not be here. I don't know how this county, but I've never been to this county. But I'm telling you what. I'm really sick of the other counties I do have something to do with. And all of a sudden, the successful family, you find a way to to see if they're cheating. You find a way to see what they're doing wrong instead of just gearing down and figuring out how you can do things better. I'm sick of the jealousy. I don't want this to be a negative comment because I'm sure every single one of these kids here, it's not a problem. I'm not talking about Mercer County. I'm talking about, in general, if we just decide to bear down and look at ourselves in the mirror hang that red ribbon of second place or lower above your bed every morning when you brush your teeth or wherever you hang it, study that thing and say, that will never happen again. Instead of looking up who's, who had the purple banner or who had the blue banner, how about we look in the mirror a little bit more and say, how could have we done better and how can we get in this ring right now next year? That's the way we got to focus on things instead of Boy, that family did X, Y, Z, and they do this X, Y, Z. How about we work a little harder? And I guarantee you, folks, every single one of these kids in this ring right now worked all summer long in a terrible year, unlike any we've ever seen. But you know what? They didn't ship their animals. They kept their nose to the grindstone. And by golly, they made it to Mercer County. Let's put your hands together for that fact right there.
1: Whoa. 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 Trevor Kirkpatrick, I don't know anybody that brushes their teeth in their bedroom. I (laughs) I knew
0: you would say something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay, I got to know what, what, I mean, that's the most fired up I've heard you in a while talking about something. What was, what was just a turning point to say, this is something weighing on my mind. I got to address it. We're talking about it in the grand
0: draft. Yeah, so. First of all, I never, ever, ever thought, just like you, I never thought that 80,000 people would have watched that. I actually didn't even resonate with me until after I walked out of the ring that, oh, crap, Walton was out there. Um, and I'm glad it happened, mainly because more people need to hear hear it. Um, so I guess... You know, it is a county fair speech, and I've had people make fun of me in the past for like, dude, you're getting way too long-winded in these speeches, and it's at a county fair. Like, ease up a little bit. Wait till you get to the big dogs, big dog. And realistically, though, like, the more I thought about it, like, these quote-unquote county fair people are the ones who probably need to hear this the most. Yes. And yeah. I was like, if if the if the 50 to 100 people that were around ringside, if it hits home with all, the, all of them... Did my job. I walk out of there happy man. Yep. Um, So I just had, I judged the uh, West Virginia State Fair Alternative deal the night before. Great show. uh, No complaints there. But um, I'm just going to say this. A little further east, there's a family that was was running into some problems with their county. Extremely successful family uh, that wins a lot. And the family works their tail off. Day in and day out. They travel all over the country showing good ones. And um, the people who complain about them winning have now went to the fair board. And the fair board has bought into the BS. Oh, and, no. and making them do things, jump through hoops just to make sure they aren't cheating. And all they're doing is just doing it right. Um, and then another thing is um, my sister and I were very fortunate uh, to be successful at the county fair level, thanks to Mike McCoy and and Jim for all they did, and you've heard that story a couple times, but we we won, and it's not because of anything more than we hated to lose. So we did something about it, and all we did was bear down, work hard, make sure we're doing the right things, asking the right questions, and one thing that Mike always told us is like go shake the hand of the champion because they beat you today. And that's something we always did, and um, I, that's something I'll teach my kids, uh, both show family kids and and real kids in the future, um, that you go shake the hand of your champion because they beat you today, uh, and that's a healthy, good, positive thing. We've got a society now that has been so hard to to teach people that it's it really is okay to lose. None of us like to do it, but we gotta we gotta focus our attention on ourselves a little bit more instead of blaming other people. And I'm just kind of reiterating what I said in there. But never in a million years would I thought that it would have blown up like that. And I don't think you can really go into a speech while thinking, oh, man, I hope this blows up. Because as soon as you do that, it sounds like you're forcing it. And I, I all yep. I wanted to do was just speak what was on my mind. And uh, I got several text messages and very nice phone calls and Facebook messages. So very blessed to have a a group of people that, that surrounded my or I surrounded myself with that that say that, but super crazy. I can't believe 80,000 plays. And I, I appreciate Mercer County for putting it up there and Walton Webcasting for capturing it. But so many times my mind gets right where my mouth is at and I have to pull back the reins towards the end there. I was just like, okay, sorry, this probably sounds pretty negative, but <laughs> somebody's got to say it, I guess.
1: Well, you know, I, I think it's it's really neat, though, that there's technology out there to share things like that and i i think the you you hit the nail on the head when you said the county the people at the county fair level probably need to hear those things Mm. more than somebody at a national show right now there is there is times for sure i mean i i thought uh i thought steve wrote a ball speech during the grand drive yeah uh, the team pure bread rings at at uh um the show there in Des Moines the National Junior Show was just incredible and and he said some things that that obviously a lot of people are going to stop and respect and listen to um but don't discount the grand drive speech at the county fair yep you can you can impact some lives there too that um that may need to hear um whether it be encouragement whether it just be some truth um or just, you know, reality checks. Love that. Yep. Love
0: it. Nice job, Trev. Thanks for bringing that up, but dude. I Craziness. Craziness of yep. the world we live in. Yep. So what do you say we go into a breakdown, man? This uh, this wonderful segment is brought to you by Brad Howe Ford, Kokomo, Indiana. And before I play the tune, I just want people to know that if they're going to go out there and buy another vehicle, you got to go to Brad Hal Ford and get you an SUV, sedan, or even a beautiful new truck. They've got them all used and new. Brad Hal Ford, Kokomo, Indiana. Let's break her down. So, what we're going to break down, Mr. Edge, farrowing, calving, and lambing. And kidding. And kidding. Do we mess with them too much? Estromate and lewd? Are we getting in the way of Mother Nature because we're impatient? What's your thoughts? Mm.
1: Well, I mean, you know, if if you were to talk to some folks that maybe were a little bit more, um, you know, naturally raised, organic focused, uh, that sort of thing. I could see how maybe a person would say that we're messing with Mother Nature a little bit too much. Um, but I will say this. I do think that um, there sometimes it does come at a cost with. um you know, utilizing, um, you know, uh, whatever it may be in the form of, of a uh, enhancer, uh, of you know, you know cycling, uh, getting, getting a uh, livestock to come into uh, a heat, you know, a stronger heat, or um, you know, to super ovulate or anything like that. I I understand. Um, that maybe we can burn some of them out when they're a little bit too young. But in relation to the show stock industry, um, if you don't, if you don't do it, you are behind the eight ball. And if you like to win and be competitive, there's no reason not to, um, to sink sows up or to sink, you know, ewes or does or heifers, you know, to calve at a certain time or to lamb at a certain time, you know, uh, it's, it is crucially important to the growth and development of those livestock to be born at a certain time to where that they can be competitive, uh, at whatever level you want to be. So Hmm. that's my view on it. Um, do I think people maybe take it to an extreme every once in a while? Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I mean, if you want genetics to progress, uh, I think, I think in a lot of ways you you just got to do it. You got to put cedars and you got to, you got to give estromate or loot or whatever your choice is, PG 600. You gotta, you have to make sure that you are putting those animals in the best position to have a successful pregnancy
0: for whatever time of year you're hoping to go. Yes. I agree to a certain extent. Um, I am thankfully, when I worked at Kevin Kevin Wince, this is something I learned from him, and he was a don't don't touch them unless you need to kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when when they're farrowing, just let them be sows. That's something I, I learned a, a lot of, and um, now I do think on the breeding side of things uh, with. Uh, matrix and cedars, that's that's syncing them up. That's getting them to where they need to be. And, and it works very, very, very efficiently. And it can be also cost-effective and more econom- economical when you sync things up that way or you're not missing things. So mm-hmm. I, I do think on, on the breeding side, that makes total sense. I do think at times, though, we can get a little impatient when it comes to waiting on those offspring.
1: I guess I, guess I miss... I misread your question, so let me re-answer. Okay, I still stand by what I said earlier. Right, but when it comes to farrowing, calving, lambing, all that kind of stuff, I absolutely think we mess with them too much. Yeah, like you get worried. You sit there, you 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 you're behind the sow, or you like are too quick to pull the calf, or the lamb, or the or the kid, or whatever. It's it's something that I think you do kind of mess with mother nature a little bit. If you're always constantly hovering during time of birth, right. Obviously you want to be there for the expensive ones and the cheap ones, but you know, you're just to make sure everything's okay. But like check on them. If they're having troubles, obviously then you help them. But like they're, they're animals reproductively. They are meant to do, what we are asking them to do, which is producing offspring. So let them do it. You know, if they're not coming into milk soon enough, or if they're not, you know, uh, dilated big enough, but they're starting to have contractions, you know, obviously those are things to worry about, uh-huh. but like, let's not be quick to, you know, give the shot or to, you know, call the vet to get them out of the side. Cause we're worried about them. Like, Let's let, let's let the mamas be mamas because that's what we breed them to do.
0: Right. I would be curious to know if there's a study out there, any listener that may have a connection, the ease of rearing, if you did do a Cedar or PG 600 or matrix, whatever, versus total natural, 100%, no, no, uh, not messing with modern nature at all. I would right. wonder what the relation would be of ones that you had to give PG 600 or Matrix and then, or or pull the cedar and then breed and then induce them and then give uh, oxytocin and, and so on and so forth. I yep. wonder if there's any correlation to those not messed with at all versus the one totally doctored by management, how easily they come off. Not necessarily quality. But more so, like, did they spit them out on their own? Did you have to wait there and get the chains out? So on and so forth. I'd be yeah. curious to know because I'm I'm guilty as charged. I can speak for the farrowing side of things. Sitting behind the sow, there's nothing worse, especially depending on what sow's in there, like you just said. And getting antsy. Gosh, I cannot wait to see this litter. And you start reaching in there. Yep. Yeah. Guys, Gotta be patient because as soon as we start reaching and tearing, that's a foreign object in, in in a sow or really anything. Heifer, you, whatever, um, man, that can that can get infections, that can get a little ouchy, and then in the sow game again. The more times we do that, the more irritated it gets. It gets swollen in there, then we can't get the pigs out. I'm probably talking to a lot of the same things that people have already experienced that listen to us, but I do think when it comes to to getting those things out uh no matter what species, we can get a little antsy um now, with the older ones, you know it's it's okay to assist their time is near an end uh the point I wanted to drive home was, in my opinion, once we start messing with them, if that's their first litter or first calf first first lambing, whatever they're going to expect that they the will time. expect it every time yep it's got
1: to yep make it normal for them to push and and to just you know come into it a little more, more naturally i I don't disagree obviously as stockmen, we got to be ready to help when needed but don't i'm as guilty as anybody i mean if i if i got a you lambing that i'm like you know, I know she's got twins or I'm like, I'm anticipated this mating for the longest time, you know, and I just want to get them out. I just want to pull them out. And it's, it's not, it's not something that we need to get overzealous for. And it happens to me every, it, it does happen to me every year, at least once. Yep.
0: Yep. Happens to the best of us.
1: Yep. Good topic.
0: Quick break in the action to bring you, Another sponsor and great partner, Legacy Livestock Imaging. Heidi Anderson and Charles Anderson are taking the country by storm with their lenses. Not only are they inside the ring, but they're outside the ring capturing your seniors or your family. Not only do they capture what you want, but you can go to LegacyLivestockImaging.com and purchasing what they've already captured in print form. Go to LegacyLivestockImaging.com right now to either book your session or book your prints. Let's get back to the action so i've
1: got something i want to talk about a well, little something on my brain now this won't oh, be a viral facebook go. speech by any means <laughs> but it is something i would like to discuss just a topic uh i'd like to discuss it for several reasons that i cannot reveal currently but um it is that in life i have learned most recently to not settle for things, you know, don't, Uh don't put your dreams on a back burner or don't give in when things are tough. Um, when you still have goals you're chasing and this, this comes in all facets of life I've learned, but just a piece of advice from a 26 year old is whether it's trying to make livestock better, or trying to find your next career, or you know, maybe maybe you want, uh, maybe you're driving around an old beater and you want a Mustang. Well, don't spend you know twenty grand on a Ford Fusion, but if you did, you should go to Brad Hall Ford. Uh-huh. But if your goal is to get the Mustang, drive around the old beater for a little bit longer save your money put more hours in at work go get the mustang don't (laughs) settle don't settle for the thing that you that makes things easy yes that's that's my that's my topic of discussion currently i love because um lots of times lots of times where i've settled for something or took the easy way because, you know, the goal seemed unattainable. Sometimes you settle multiple times before you hit the goal. Uh, Sometimes, though, you just, you got to sit and wait and work. And like you said in your grand drive speech, put your nose down. You know, if it's, boy, I'm tired of getting fifth in class at a national show. I don't have the money to go and buy, you know, um, the kinds that it's going to take to be competitive Or I don't have the the recognizable name to go, you know, to so-and-so's place or, or to be, you know, stand out in the ring. Um, Just if you can't afford the good ones, well, sit back and look why are you spending too much money on, on useless additives? Are you, are you, is your facilities, you know, not practical enough? Are you wasting it on other things outside of showing livestock that, you know, maybe, maybe if you're really that serious about it, dial back on a vacation one year, Mm. or maybe don't go out and, and spend, you know, 80,000 on that new trailer or that pickup truck that you've been wanting forever, you know, put, put the time and effort in with what you got save a little bit more money to go get the cash you need to go get what you want. That'll put you in a position of
0: success. Dude. Yes. Preach it, man. I love it. Seriously. And I think it comes down to, to being impatient. Like we talked about, even with breeding livestock. I mean, we're used to settling being a good thing. Cause that means conception, but when it comes to life, settling is not a good thing. And I no. think it's because we jump at the first sign. And we think that's the only sign. Yep. Man, dude, awesome work. Sorry, I just, it was on my brain. Yes, I like it. Thanks for bringing it out. So and, you also
1: had... pay off Things pay off when you don't settle. That's right. And, and when they do,
0: my goodness, it is a incredible feeling. So you had another awesome idea uh, for every five episodes, since we're going to doing this pretty frequently. And I think you said we may do it in every outro even. We might, we just might. We're going to do a question of the day now. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of packed full stuff in every episode. But now we're going to do a question of the day. And and these aren't really anything. Uh, They're, they're thought provoking. I shouldn't say that. But they're not anything too serious. Yeah. They can be, I guess. But it's just sure. a question. Question of the day. Something we've been thinking about on this beautiful Wednesday, wherever you may be. So, Corey, the question of the day this time. What skill would you like to master? What skill
1: would you like to master? Well audience, uh, please send us your what skill would you like to master? Uh, mm-hmm. answer the question tweet us whatever it may be uh, what skill would I like to master? Um, so so this is actually a, it's a skill that I that I've wanted to learn but I never really put the time into it to learn it. And that is, I would love to be able to master the guitar. Oh yeah! Like I feel like I'm a pretty good drummer. Like I probably don't. I probably, obviously, I have room for improvement there from a musical standpoint. But I would love to be able to master playing the guitar. I yeah. just feel like I just feel like you'd
0: be such a much cooler person. <laughs> you can use the uh, uh, flatland guitar to start with if you oh, like. Okay. Take you up on that. Impulse buy. Yeah. Yes. That may or may not be part of my
1: best man speech, by the way.
0: Oh boy. I'm kind of pumped to hear it. I'm a little nervous, but pretty pumped to hear it. Yeah. I've got some stuff in the works. Uh, anyway,
1: what skill would you like to master?
0: So I was going to go kind of serious with this, but I'm not because this is always a skill that I really, really, really wish I knew. And if I knew it, I could help a lot of people out and myself one day when I get a farm. Mm-hmm. Welding. Welding. All right. Yeah. If I was a, a skilled welder, I mean, I could chop up gates and make anything custom that I could possibly want. Right. If it was, if it was a trailer that I wanted redone in the inside or whatever, I mean, obviously different metals, different kind of weld. but I want to know everything welding. Uh, they make, Really good money. So, I yep. mean, you could custom make anything for other people.
1: Man, that's a good
0: one. That's a good skill. There's lots of skills I would like to master. Well, I want to hear them from our listeners. I do too. Send us a tweet. Snap us. What skills would you like to master? Is there is there a livestock skill you would like to master?
1: Me? Yeah. Ooh. 100% conception rates?
0: Yes. Actually, uh, pat myself on the back here. I was 98 once. Oh, on how point. many cows? Mid 30s. Oh, that's hey, that's a pretty good number. Yeah. yeah. That was actually the first uh, breeding season at Wentz, and he thought that was like normal. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I sure, mean, we'll I, here, Kevin, yeah, me not the golden arm like uh, the hats went off to a couple weeks ago. Oh, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Good episode, man. Um, looking forward to next week. We got something in the works that people are going to just drool over, I think, uh, if we can get pulled off. That's why I hate announcing next week's episodes because people are busy and things change and we say something, it doesn't work. So yeah. all I'm going to say is if this one works out, it may be one of the more highly listened to of all time. I would hope so. So hope- um, Now, here's the thing. We've got a lot of things working. We want to thank everybody for purchasing the merch. Yep. There's a whole line coming out in the future. A yep. new one. And, and
1: uh, and we will have just a little bit of inventory. So if you didn't get your orders in, reach sure. out to us, let us know. We may have something
0: for you. Get it early. Cause it ain't gonna last long. That's all i want to say. Um, but anyways, next week's going to be killer. Uh, hopefully get it pulled off. I think we, we, we can do that. So, um, make sure you send us in your breed them, ship them, and answer the question of the day what skill you'd like to master uh, for this week. And then we may even pull some out and, uh, and uh, talk about them next week. So, been fun. And uh, when it's going to keep getting better, I'm excited for what we got working in the future, both personal life and here at Stock Talk Podcast. We love each and every one of you. We truly mean that. We wouldn't be doing this thing if it wasn't for you guys. We'll see you next week, folks.